Yeah. How you doing? It's uh, Tuesday. Tuesday Tater coming at you. In your face, in your ears, in all your holes, satisfying you like a nice warm mug <laughs> of romance. Mm. That is not Robbins. I'm sorry. That's tea. Still don't have that filter thing figured out. You know what, though? I think I said last time how like amazed I was that my uh, beautiful girlfriend suggested I ran out of filters instead of I spent a week. <laughs> That's just who I am, man. I don't know why I just and I've been in Dollarama. I've been in Dollarama twice, and I just forgot to pick up filters. I refuse to pay $4.50 at Safeway. <laughs> Outrageous. Anyway, so yeah, she said, just use a paper towel. And I'm like, that's not going to work. And sure enough, it worked beautifully. And I was like, damn, she knows what she's talking about. And then yesterday, or last morning, I tried it, and it was a bust. It, it did not work. Uh, coffee started pouring over the sides, and grinds were getting into the freaking uh, pot, and... It was a complete disaster. What a waste of Robin. But we learn, we move on, um, which I did to Robin's on York Street, um, home away from home, and uh, enjoyed a nice uh, medium one and one, no sleep. So it all worked out in the end. And um, yeah, more surprises from Robin's later in the future. But anyways, you know what? I wanted to share something with you. Uh, uh, there's a guy, there's a Canadian living in LA named Spooky Ruben, who I've always been a, a fan of. Oh, for since his, you know, I think the 90s, early 90s. Did I bring this up already? I can't remember, but he, he, uh, he still, he does quirky music. I always thought of him as like the Canadian Beck, not Jeff Beck. Beck. I feel like I've said this already. I hope I'm not repeating myself. I, because I wanted to share this, this with you guys, gals all y'all so yeah he puts up random videos and they're all quirky and stuff he's have i have a few of his albums and they're just fantastic but he moved to the states and i lost track of what he was doing so recently on facebook i was just thinking i wonder what he's up to sure enough he's up there on the social media still cranking out music and then about two weeks after i followed him he posted this little ditty that i'm going to play for you right here Check this out. Here it comes. Not bad, eh? That's pretty neat. I like that. That was, what, six seconds? <laughs> and uh, I thought for the longest time, did, did, he, did he pay attention to the fact that I someone followed him from Winnipeg and made a song about it? But no, no, that's not the case. Uh, it was a request from, oh, now I'm trying to pull it up again. This one's for Pollution Lake Media and Andy Floyd, Winnipeg. Pollution Lake Media, what the hell is that? That is a digital media production studio. Is it Winnipeg? Yes, it is. Shout out, Pollution Lake Media. You know a cool guy or vice versa. Anyways. Let's get into the show. I guess we're into the show. Alright, update to the Robbins movie. It's not a Robbins movie. I'm not trying to get your hopes up. 
<laughs> the back lane of Robbins was used as a movie shoot, I don't know, a week or two ago, where the crew uh, put up fake posters and more garbage litter in the back lane for whatever reason. You know, they're trying to make it, maybe it was being shot in New York. They had the New York, the back lane, whatever. And I think I was, I may have said that, I was wondering if that, because the next day, they were, they were, it was still there. The movie crew was gone, and you know a lot of the a lot of the trash was not there. But there was still some trash that I saw them specifically put in corners. Not that I was really <laughs> stalking them or anything, but they just happened to be at the right place, right time, etc. And uh, yeah, it was like, huh? They kind of left everything as is. It's weird. But sure enough, at some point during the week. They came and cleaned up everything except one hydro pole. This hydro pole, for some reason, they put up all these posters, didn't take them down. The same posters they had taped to uh, a building and the back entrance and etc. But they were all cleaned up. Actually, it looked really good, I gotta say. <laughs> Spent a lot of time in that back lane, I can't tell. Anyway, hmm. I thought I'd share some of the posters that are, if you want, go buy it. Go, go to the Robins on York, look on the uh, Hydro Pole, and you're gonna see some cool stuff. Um, for example, uh, the mostly they're like band posters, um, but they're, they're kinda neat. One says, one is called Silhouette. <laughs> and it's just a silhouette of somebody. Six bucks to get in, live at the Crumb Bar. I, I think of, that's just the name of this fake bar. Maybe in Chicago, this film. Uh, live, do nothing, mixing, all night. That's all that poster says. The next one, The Players, with some dude's face. Five bucks at the Crumb Bar this Friday, July 2nd. Uh, the Turtle Slop Band, tonight, October 31st. So, <laughs> even they didn't have the dates right. Uh, they put you out of a whole day. Halloween party up till 6 a.m. at the Crumb Bar. I want to go to the Crumb Bar. Um, and others, so it's kind of neat. And there's also one where it's like uh, dance lessons or something, or yoga lessons, and the text I thought was all French, but it's Romanian, which is weird. Um, I guess it's just their own way of not having for people who like scrutinize movies and like, you know, go over every little thing for continuity's sake. Um, uh, the people on the, there's people on film who actually make sure that, you know, they're not gonna, uh, get sued for using bar names or whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about really. I'm just like, I don't know this. I'm just kind of assuming. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so that was that was kind of cool. I was really proud of Manitoba Film to, uh, you know, clean up their mess. Because, I, uh, frankly, I didn't expect them to. Oh, and speaking of film, I went to a film last night that you did not go to, for the most part, most likely. Because it was... Um, it was a swanky exclusive premiere night and uh, I just happened to be dating one of the uh, actors in the film and why don't I tell you about it? Why not? Get to it. I will. All right. Shut up. Macbeth. That's right. William Shakespeare. He's got a new film out uh, with the help of Shakespeare in the Ruins, specifically uh, what are they calling it? Black Friar Productions, which is made up of two wonderful members of that institution, Sarah Constable and Michelle Boulay. 
uh, they came up with the concept during the, uh, the lockdown, the COVID. They got the ball rolling on this. I remember specifically when the first year I was dating Carolyn Gray that she was saying she was going, she was driving out of the city. She's filming this small part in a movie. And last night we got to see it. It is flipping awesome. Okay. And I'm just going to read you the synopsis from the YouTube trailer page because I, don't, I won't give it enough justice here. <clears throat> Entirely imagined and captured specifically for the screen, this exciting adaptation of Shakespeare's tragedy is a monumental achievement for Manitoba's community. Hell yeah! Doesn't say that. Shot in around Winnipeg between September and October of 2020, Macbeth features more than 40 local actors and dozens of artists behind the scenes. Conceived, directed, and edited by Michelle and Sarah, this film is inspired by the late 1800s theater aesthetic of Anton Chekhov and shot digitally, digitally in black and white. The result is an elegant Bergmanesque celebration of Manitoba's artistic community and gorgeous landscapes, which is true. Um, and I didn't know this watching it. Steep Rock, Manitoba, its stunning beaches boldly become the cliffs of Dover. All right, I'll stop there. So. I'm Shakespeare stupid. <laughs> I should coin that term and put on a shirt. Shakespeare stupid, that's me. So, um, and, but uh, personally, like I said, there's 40 actors in here. I was like blown away by how many people I, I recognize, including uh, past guests of the show. I was like, damn, that's Joanne Rodriguez. J-Rod, holy shit, so cool. What, Steven Eric McIntyre's in this? Awesome. Debbie Patterson, of course she's in it. If you listen to her episode, that's she. She talks about the whole formation of Shakespeare in the Ruins. It was, I was like, wow. And then Carolyn Gray's short little cameo as the witches, um, the elder witch. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Uh, she's just amazing. There's nothing she can't do. She's got fucking talent up the wazoo. So in love with that woman. I'm telling you, like just. Where do you see it? Where do you see her performance? It's short, but it's so sweet. So sweet. And many, many other people you, you would recognize, I'm sure. I was like, holy crap, is that Lorraine James? <laughs> I haven't seen her in a long time. That's so good. Such a fun night. And okay, here's the thing as I was getting at of some Shakespeare stupid. So <clears throat> um, I was like, it's hard when, you, if you know the play, I'm sure many of those people sitting in that theater you know, know Shakespeare and Macbeth, you know, may, maybe even word for word. But for me, there are certain phrases that pop up, like out damn spot, that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, okay, I know that. But for me, it's like, I have to translate in my head what the actor is saying, you know what I mean? Or what the character is saying. And then try to like decipher <laughs> the meaning. Cause it's, you know, all about, putting your mind in that time frame when people spoke like that what doth eateth when under the stars of thunder I, I don't know what it's <laughs> horrible that shakes dumb so I was just so at the beginning at the film I was doing that I was trying to like I was spending a lot of time trying to decipher what the character was really saying or at least you know if they were speaking today um, but in the end about halfway through I, it, bro it broke the, it broke through the, my wall and I just got in, I, I stopped doing that and because I was so heavily in, invested in the characters and the superb acting I gotta say the talent 
of of the film is incredible, especially the two actors who are playing the oh what the the, the royal couple, Ray Strachan and Julie Lumsden. I thought they were incredible. They blew me away with their performances and the directing. As I've already said, the cinematography of this thing is be beautiful. But even the directing, there's one point where the actors, the actor is like staring at the camera and I was just like, whoa, it was such a moving scene, beautifully shot, beautifully done. Congratulations to everybody. And it was a real honor to be sitting among you last night and seeing other actor friends who I haven't seen in a while who were there. And it was just, it was cool. Because as you know, dear listener, I don't go anywhere. <laughs> I don't. I try to not go anywhere as much as possible, you know. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a free for all mask wise. It wasn't. I think there was there was some people there wearing masks, as was I. But it just feels so weird now when you. Know, I think that's why I don't like to go now because I want to wear a mask, but I don't want to look the fool. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So congratulations, SIR. You did it. And don't think I didn't see you, Aaron Murky, friend of the show. Aaron Murky uh, was in the credits doing, I think, special effects makeup or something like that. Congrats to all. Yes. And um, I can't wait to uh, view it a second time, a third time, a fourth time, a fifth time. It's going to be one of those yearly viewings. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. And I will uh, definitely let you know when it's available for uh, the public to, to go view this thing because it is beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful film. Oh, and speaking of murder, murder, I wanted to, uh, right. I wanted to, I don't know, like, there's a murder mystery happening in, <laughs> it's, it's, any actors out there who want to challenge of working in a murder mystery with not a lot of information, uh, probably even half improvised, I guess. Oh, God damn it, where's the email? Uh, I have a, a it's funny enough I've, I've done a couple of murder mysteries in my in my lifetime and I was passed on by this gentleman named Chris Hill I think he's out of Vancouver but he he needs people for a murder mystery that's happening in Sioux Lookout yeah uh, Saturday December 3rd Fresh Market Foods murder mystery Sioux Lookout call time would be 12:30 p.m. because you have to travel and uh, stay overnight to get $100 each for food, gas, and driver fee. So, and I think it's about 200 bucks. For, so 300 bucks total, and you know, but you have to cover your own uh, nothing. <laughs> food, gas, and driving fee. Thing. Anyway, uh, if, you're, if you're interested, just uh, send me an email <laughs> or whatever, or, or send me a message. I never know, I, I have so, there's so many social media stuff. I'm on Hive, by the way, if you wanna, Hooked, hooked me up, hit me up on Hive, uh, Mantle Man Shop podcast. I think it's Ronald G. Moore. But anyway, getting back to this. Yeah, he, so I haven't done it for probably a decade, but I guess this guy's still in the biz and he just hadn't needed anyone for a while. But yeah, it's, uh, it should be fun. Murder mysteries are fun. I actually the, I had one of the best times. I'm guessing this was like early 2000s, maybe 2003, 4, somewhere in there. I was uh, doing, well, it was because of Frank Adamson, who's a, a local actor, and he's the one who hooked me up with the job working at the, working for the Winnipeg Police Service as a situation actor for the rookies to go through the motions of having to deal with unruly 
bastards. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so Frank Adamson, he started a, a murder mystery at the Radisson downtown. You know the, and it's beautiful. It's like you, if you walk in, they have this uh, nice eatery. It's only, it probably holds about 20 tables. But for a good, I don't know, half a year, we did a murder mystery there. And I, I it, it's kind of a long story, but uh, it had to do with, uh, I brought, I, Frank asked me if anyone would be, you know, would, if I knew any writers, and I was like, my friend Jeff Hughes, friend of the show, was a writer on the show, or he's a writer. So I got them in contact, and they started, I believe Jeff came up with a, a concept called Waiting for Trudeau, and this is before, you know, Justin Trudeau, of course. So this was, I guess it was set back in the, what, 80s, when uh, Pierre Trudeau was, I was going to say president. <laughs> anyway, so long story short, they had a falling out, but we still did this show, and um, I don't remember too much of the show. I can't even remember my character in the show. It was because there was a script where, you know, it basically people are eating in courses, and then Frank Adamson would come in as the detective, and he would, like, try to find the murder of, like, the six or seven other actors. I remember there was a script, but I also remember there being a lot of, a lot of improv involved, which was a lot of fun for me. And the best parts, the best time was when Frank couldn't make it. So then he, I would step into his shoes and, and play the detective. I fucking love doing that, man. Oh, I love being in control of that room. It was so much fun. I'd go, I'd go to tables and reach in and take, take buns off the table and just, like, try to get in people's faces and, you know, comedically, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I just, it was such a good time. I wish I could remember. I wish I could remember most of that. I do remember, that's where I met uh, Jaina, who uh, we eventually started dating and had a relationship. She's great. You can catch her on U of uh, UFW radio with, god damn, the show that's after, um... Martin R. Howells for another show. Jesus, I'm just name dropping today. Uh, after on Tuesdays today, yeah, on Tuesday Titter, Tuesdays uh, after uh, Martin R. Howells, um, Winnipeg Arena is on fire, which is three to five, five to six. You can hear um, ex girlfriend Jaina. Uh, I forget the name of the show, but she's talking about youth issues of today. It's a very important show and it's a very good show. So if you get a chance, listen to it. But getting back to the murder mystery. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it, and I was so sad when it all ended, which, of course, everything does. I just remember. I think it was just we didn't have a second script. It was just, okay, bye, or, you know, maybe Frank in the hotel couldn't work out anything. But it was a hell of a run, let me tell you. So, But I'm not really into murder mysteries anymore. I got other things to do. I got bigger fish to fry. So if you are an actor, email me ron.moore at gmail.com if you want more information and this has got to be pretty quick because it's December 2nd it's an overnighter in Sui Sui Su Lookout there you go Sui Sweet Lookout Sweet Lookout okay no that would be really quick because it's December it's this Saturday so <laughs> email me um, ASAP <clears throat> ron.moore at gmail.com okay the Madison Money Show podcast has two shows a week. We have Tuesday Titter, fr- Tuesday Titter Friday Foreplay, and um, special surprises along the way. If you go to SoundCloud, that's our home base, and go to the playlist, you're going to find 70 interviews with the best Manitoba top talent artists that you've ever heard in your goddamn life. So check that out. Hotel Manitoba's on there too. And yeah, join up, subscribe. You can listen to us on SoundCloud. 
Apple Music, Stitcher, Amazon, and other formats. Uh, our social medias are Facebook and Twitter and Hive, I guess. I'm going to jump on there. Um, the Mental Mindshot Podcast and all those. YouTube, of course. Instagram, The Mental Podcast. <laughs> and, uh, oh, please join the Patreon. I got the Fabulous Five going on right now. They get special treats, special bonus episodes every month. I know I'm overdue. I'm going to get it done, hopefully. And also um, contests and prizes and all that bullshit. For as little as a dollar a month. It's a dollar a month. It, it's it, You're really helping me out. You're supporting a show that supports other shows as much as I can. So we'll leave it there. All right? Listen, you, have a great week, okay? I know it's going to get cold. I know it's going to be rough. You have to start plugging in your car. You're going to have to layer up in your bed overnight. Maybe two, three layers of blankets. But you can do this. We can do this. Because we are strong. We are proud. And we are Manitobans. Have a great week. Love you. Bye.